Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey guys, so before I begin, um, I did not record this episode in a bat cave. I made a total rookie mistake by not rescanning my microphone. So when I hit record, it ended up recording my voice on the actual laptop, not on my microphone. So yeah. Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Today's episode is all about my dating life. Now, I will preface this. I only have about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight stories to tell you. In no way, shape, or form are they in any chronological order, so you're just going to have to keep up with me on this. These are the ones that stand out, and honestly, I was super excited this morning just to share these with you, I guess. Um, So remember I told you guys that I was working at the gas station, and next door to the gas station is a subway. And I think it's still there. And there was this guy. And of course, you guys, I'm not going to name anybody because I'm just not. I'm not going to do that to anybody. But we'll just call him the subway guy. Oh, he was so dreamy. I mean, he was tall. He went to one of the neighborhood high schools. Um, I'll say Mira Mesa High School, for those of you who know. And every summer he worked at Subway. And then during the year he would, um, he was in high school, or I think then he went from high school and then he went to like his first year of college. Anyways, you know, <laughs> let's just say every summer I seemed to go from eating Carl's Jr. to summertime, I would eat like six foot uh, club sandwiches or meatball sandwiches. But I think I ate a Subway sandwich almost every single day in hopes that he was going to make my sandwich. <laughs> so Finally, I guess he got the hint. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'm a huge flirt. Now, I'm not so much a huge flirt as I'm just super friendly. Um, That's the one thing you'll learn about me is if I have a quote, quote, boyfriend, like that boy has my heart. That man has my heart. But I'm super friendly and I find men and women so fascinating that I always try to make some type of connection with anything. So I'll just say that. So finally, he actually asked me out. And now remember, you guys, and I hate saying this because I don't want to sound like a broken record. Maybe I was doing my slim fast diet then. But, you know, I was still kind of, you know, I was chubby. He asked me out. And I mean, you would have thought that I had won the lotto. So, cause this guy, he was really cute. At least I thought he was cute. You know, we, he, did he pick? Yes. He picked me up. That's right. He picked me up at my mom and dad's and we went to see a movie and we just had a really great time. Now on our way into the movie, he ran into a friend of his from high school. He never even introduced me. And there's a reason why I'm telling you this. At 46 years old, no matter who I run into, if I'm with somebody else, I'm always introducing each other, people to each other, because that to me is just rude. Like you're literally standing next to somebody, you run into somebody and you don't introduce that person. I don't know, maybe I'm oversensitive in that respect, but that was just rude to me. So we watched the movie and the guy, his friend, um, happened to be watching the same movie. And instead of walking outside the front, we walked out the back and his car was not in the back. His car was in the front. Again, I might be super highly sensitive and I was at this 
point, because I was just in my early 20s. No, sorry. I was like 17 years old. I just found that very odd. It was almost like he didn't want to run into that guy again because he was with me. Now, I know you're probably like, oh my gosh, that Latina Barbie is super sensitive. But sorry, guys, that's how I was. Then afterwards, you know, we went to a park and we were on the swings and it was so much fun. Like, I was like, wow, this guy's really cool. And he was one of the guys that actually said, oh my gosh, like you are so easy to talk to. Like I can talk to you about anything. It was almost like he said it, like he's never met a girl that he could talk to. And I took it as, well, looks like I just got put in the friend zone. I think I went out with him one more time and that was it. Never even tried to kiss me. So (sighs) now let's move on to this other guy. I'm still working at the gas station and there's this older guy and he was like, handsome, like really good looking older guy. And by older, I mean, he was probably at least 15 years older than me. Now, what you will also know is that I had a thing for older men. Now, granted, I did not have daddy issues because I talked to my dad almost every single day, (laughs) but there was something about an older man. And I think as I think back, I think it's more because I've always felt like older men could appreciate, you know, a girl with some extra meat. I called them curves about whatever. So this older guy asked me out and I remember we met at Chili's. We had like a drink or two. I think we ate, I can't remember, on our way to our next destination, which was of course a park. I went to a park with him and we were just talking, nothing really like, I think I found him very boring actually. And then I shit you not, he asked me to give him a blowjob. What? Our first date, like our second date. Okay, maybe, but our first date, what the, all right. So I never saw that guy again, unless he came in and got his car washed. And then when I would see him roll up, I would like dodge that bullet and go to the freezer and pretend like I was stocking sodas. So that was that guy. Like who does that? Oh, like, did he think I was just because I was chubby or curvy that I had like no self-esteem, no, no integrity that I would go ahead and do it. That was disgusting. Then (laughs) I uh, worked at a different car wash. So when I was doing hair, I was working, um, you know, like Tuesday through Friday. And at night I would do, I would work at the car wash or on Sundays and Mondays, I also worked the car wash or whatever. This was a place in La Jolla. And this other guy, um, I can't even remember his name. It was I can't remember. He asked me out and this, he was really cool. Like he was like, we went to see a movie again, always a movie. Can't remember if we ever went out to eat, but he, you know, he took me back to his condo. Um, really just a nice guy. And and it was weird because I was wondering if he was ever going to kiss me and he never did. He would hold my hand, but it was almost like looking back, it was a very mature type of relationship because we talked about like deep shit the whole time. I was like, is this guy going to kiss me or what? Like I'm kissable. Yeah, it was weird. Like we always just went to go see movies and he would hold my hand in the movie. And then that was the end of it. Anyways, I don't even know what happened to him. I don't know if maybe he called me and I didn't pick up one day and then it just turned into another phone call and I didn't pick up again and again and again. And then that was the end of it. And I never saw him again. That was very weird. So we'll just call him. That was a car wash guy. I remember my mom So she worked at a credit union down here in San Diego. There was this guy, a younger guy, maybe two years younger than me. And I would go visit my mom and I'd go in and, you know, kind of flirt around and everything. Now, granted, I think I had lost like maybe 20 pounds by now. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself. 
And I would go visit my mom at work. There was this guy and I was hoping he would ask me out. And he did. He he asked me out. And I was really, really into salsa dancing. There was a club down in downtown San Diego. It was um, Cafe Sevilla. And I loved going down there salsa dancing. Um, the bartender gave me free drinks. Like Ali, like I just flirted with him <laughs> or quote unquote, I was friendly with him. And so kid, and I call him kid because he was, of course, like two years younger than me. He asked me out and I said, look, I go salsa dancing here. If you want to come, we could go take lessons together. And that was it. And so he did. We had a great time. Like we did line dancing, you know, salsa line dancing as, as if we like were learning the first steps. Then we did partner dancing and he was just this a sweet guy. I met his parents. He knew my mom, obviously. He would come to my house. I would go to his house. But as I say this, I want you to know that I am I am not this person anymore. But and remember, I'm barely like, you know, 21, 22 because I was able to go into a bar. No, I must have been 23 because he had to have been 21. He had this walk. Now, I know you're like, wow, Latino Barbie's super shallow. You guys, I was like 22, 23. Like, come on, give me a break. He walked like his head was not attached to his body. Like just picture somebody walking towards you and his head is leading the walk. Like he literally would push his head out every time. And I just, I couldn't, you guys, I could not get past his walk. I was embarrassed. Like here's me who's thinking that guys are embarrassed to be with me. Roles reverse. I was super embarrassed to walk with this guy anywhere. I and, and even to this day, I still feel bad about it. But you know what? I mean, how many of us, raise your hand now, how many of us did we judge somebody physically because we were just stu- stupid? We were just young and stupid. This was probably a guy that I would end up marrying if I had met him like 15 years later because he was a really nice guy. It's just, you know, I would have, I would have to work on his walk. <laughs> so... Uh, and then speaking, since we're still here in San Diego, I'll just I'll just mention this guy, <laughs> this guy. And um, when I moved back to San Diego from L.A., I went on like eHarmonyMatch.com because I had just gone out of like a three and a half year relationship. So when I moved back to San Diego about 12 years ago, there was about maybe a two and a half month period where I didn't have a boyfriend and I, you know, I was just out dating. And there was this guy that I met at a wine bar, really nice guy. I mean, he, he complimented me like, how could you still be single? Blah, blah, blah. If you are a guy listening to this, you know what you have to say to get into a girl's pants. He was really nice. I mean, no, nothing wrong with him at all, except his laugh. There was something about the way he laughed that was so freaking irritating that Like if I was sitting 10 tables away from him, still hear his laugh. And not only was it like an awkward, weird, like laugh, but then his left eye, or maybe it was the right. It doesn't matter. One of his eyes would like twitch. I'm sorry. I I, I could not get past that. I couldn't. I just, sorry guys. So, um, wow, that sounded really, really shallow and bad. I mean, I'm married now. Thank God. Um, okay. So now these are some people that I'm dated when I was living in LA. This guy, I'm just going to call him the Asian guy. He was really cute. He was cute. My my dad and my then stepmom, uh, my dad's divorced now, twice divorced, my mom and this lady, he and my stepmom came to visit me up in LA and we went to this club. It was like a famous club in Hollywood. I wanted to show them a good time and 
There was great Motown music, and I loved to dance. We were on the dance floor, and this guy came up to me and asked me to dance, and he danced really good. And that's the biggest turn on that I have is um, FYI, my husband currently um, does not dance in public, but he puts on a full show when we're together in the house. Go, go figure that one. So um, <laughs> he's funny when he dances. So this guy um, ends up sitting with me and my, my uh, stepmom and my dad at the table and just really nice, obviously meets my dad. And then he asks me out. And of course, so I go out with him. And um, when I was living in LA, there was a, is it El Torito or Acapulco? Anyways, this Mexican restaurant. And we were having a good time. You know, of course, there's always a drink involved. Oh, chips involved with salsa and just having a nice time. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, he got really kind of, like, serious with me and was just like, hey, literally, you guys, this is what he said. Hey, do you think we could just, like, have sex tonight? What? Again, first date? I mean, did he get lessons from the other guy from the car wash? No. What is it with guys? Like, do you guys think that? That's all women want. I mean, I want some conversation. I want to make you laugh, except for that one guy, because I can't stand his laugh. But I want to like have fun. <sighs> anyway, so that was that guy. Then there was this other guy. I met him at work. He didn't work with me per se. I worked at a workers comp school and he was like a, uh, a voc rehab counselor. So he had a couple of his, his clients at the school that I worked at. And my job was to be a job placement director. So I had to place them in jobs. He asked me out. No, no, no. I'm not going to say he asked me out because he didn't. The, what, what he said to me was, are you going to this? The, there was this really cool, like outdoor festival in Pasadena. And I go, oh, that sounds like such a great time. I, I'll, thanks for letting me know. I'll, maybe I'll go. And his words were, well, call me if you get lost. And I was like, okay. I never got lost. I got there. I enjoyed myself, but I never called him. And so like the next day, because you know what? If you're not literal with me, I'm not going to read into anything. So the next like week or so, he's like, hey, did you ever go to that festival in Pasadena? And I was like, yeah, I was there. He's like, well, why didn't you call me? And I'm like, because you told me to call you if I got lost, but I didn't get lost. And he was like, oh my gosh. So, so he actually officially asked me out like that weekend. And there was like this other outdoor festival, I think like in, I don't know, Porter Ranch or something. And we met at the place where I worked because it was one thing is I didn't really like people knowing where I live um, just because it was L.A. So it's just weird people, obviously. So we met there. No, no, no. We met at my job and I left my car there. And then um, we went to the festival together, had a great time, walked around. When I say older, this guy was like 20 years older. I was like maybe 26, 27. I was already living in LA. He might've been about 48, 49. Shit. Who knows? He could have been pushing 50. We went to this festival, had a great time. And then he took me to JPL. Now I didn't know what JPL was. And to this day, I really don't have any interest in what JPL is, but it's some like, I don't know, astronaut. They run, I have I, actually, I don't even really know what it is. So it's called JPL is some spaceship thing. And his uh, best friend worked there and invited us to go in and like do a tour and all that. So, you know, he showed me around and by then I think he's holding my hand. I was super bored out of my mind because, again, I had no idea what I was looking at. But whatever. I was a trooper and I was out and about and it was fun. So we did that. And then to end the evening, he took me to a restaurant on Colorado Boulevard. 
which in Pasadena is a really beautiful street of really great restaurants. Like I didn't know these types of restaurants at all in LA because the guys that I was dating before was taking me to El Torito to Acapulco. <laughs> so we went to this restaurant called, um, I want to say Twin Palms because it had two big palm trees in the middle of the restaurant. So we go and, um, you know, I'm a lady. So I order a glass of wine. I had never really gone to a fancy schmancy restaurant and, you know, he's older. So he's much more refined and distinguished. And here I am like, whatever. And I'm looking at the menu. And of course I go to salads because I'm still quote unquote on Weight Watchers. And I order a wedge salad and I had never, ever in a million years have ever even heard of what a wedge salad was. Well, this salad came and it was literally like a half a head of iceberg lettuce with some blue cheese thrown on it, some bacon. I think there was egg and it's sitting right in front of me. And I'm looking at it like, how am I supposed to eat this salad? Like, why didn't they chop it up for me? I mean, I'm like looking at him with my glass of wine. I'm looking at my plate going, what the fuck do I do with it now? Like, how am I supposed to eat? It's not a steak. It's a piece of lettuce. So, um, I, I don't even remember how I ate it to tell you the truth. Now that's, that story right there is from my friend Adela because she was like, Hey, are you going to talk about the wedge salad? Because I had no freaking clue how to eat a salad that was not already chopped up for me. Lo and behold, I will tell you now from here on out, any salad that I order, I always make sure that that shit is chopped up for me because I am not going to work for my food. I won't even order crab legs for the thought of having to work for my food. Never, ever, ever. Maybe I starved for dinner that day. I, have, I can't even remember. Maybe I went right to dessert. I can't even remember if I ate it. There was my wedge salad. I actually ended up going on a couple of dates with him because it was fun. You talk about a really nice free meal uh, for dinners and stuff. Like I think we had dinner like almost every night together. And I mean, he took me to some really nice restaurants. He also took me to this one restaurant called Burger Continental. I'll never forget it because on Friday nights, this place was like, gypsy dancing. Um, you know, there was wine everywhere. That was the thing with him. It was almost just fun because I was drinking, but I got to tell you the minute, I think we had like a sober date. If that was even a thing, I think I got bored very quickly. That's the thing about me is I'm a great first dater all around. I love going on first dates and it's more so because I love interviewing people. I love learning about people. But when it comes to like the second and third day, I can get bored very quickly because if you don't have anything to offer me, like if you're not making me laugh, I, I get bored and I'm always trying to make people laugh. Like that's just in my nature. But I think we ended up going to this restaurant a lot because there was these gypsy dancers and they were hot. I mean, I'm a woman, but you guys know from my last episode that I'm always checking out other women because I'm always wondering like, how would I look like if I, if I had that body, right? These gypsy dancers were hot. Like they were curvy. They weren't even like a hundred pounds. They were like maybe 140, like totally perfection. And I think he only took me there because he wanted to take a look at all of them every single Friday, but it was whatever. It was fun. I mean, it was fun while it lasted. We would go to one of his other friend's house who I think he worked at JPL also, or he was a lawyer and his wife was a lawyer and they had a beautiful, huge house in, um, I want to say Sierra Madre. So it was very like, you know, I was grown up, but to tell you the truth, I wasn't ready to be like a grown up couple. So peace out, dude. So this last guy I want to talk to you about LA, I had gone line dancing and I remember going 
Um, it was a big thing. And the reason why, again, the reason why I went line dancing so much is because I didn't have to rely on a partner. And to tell you the truth, I loved, I do like partner dancings. It's more so because I just like getting to know different people and dancing with different people. Like I would almost probably get bored dancing with the same partner over and over again. So I would go line dancing. I would always meet my girlfriend out there. We had fun. I mean, it was just, I would have a drink. I'd show up alone. I'd leave alone. It was like, I just, I had a blast and I could do that. I think there was a time where I was dancing like three or four times a week. But anyways, there was this guy that was there and I remember looking at him. And I was like, wow, like, again, he was probably about 20 years older than me, but I'm like 28 years old. So yeah, he's about 48, 50. Good looking guy. Like he obviously took care of himself. He showed up with this girl and I remember seeing him and I was like, wow, like he's, there's something about this man. And then I think I saw him one more time, like maybe, I don't know, a couple months later, he asked me to dance. And then you know, I was one of those like shoulders to lean on. Right. So he had just broken up with his girlfriend and who are you going to call Latina Barbie? Because I'm like the freaking therapist to all these men. And it's because I care because at some point you just don't care if you're going to get kissed or not. Like you'd rather just have the friendship. And that's the other thing It's like, I'm, I can be friends with all of my ex-boyfriends. Now, none of these guys, obviously, because these are just douches, but this guy, like he asked me out, um, we went to go see a movie. I'll never forget. He called me and he was like, Hey, do you want to go see a movie? And it, I remember it was raining. I was like, sure. So I met him at the movie theater and he held my hand. And that was to the extent of that. Then we left. Um, and then he was taking salsa classes down near the LAX airport. And of course you guys, I love dancing just in general. So I tagged along. I would go to his house after work because I worked in North Hollywood, hustle my ass down there. And with the sweetest thing, the sweetest thing he would do for me is he would make me a fruit salad because he knew it was a zero point meal because, of course, I'm still on Weight Watchers. <laughs> now, granted, just so you know, you're probably thinking, how is Latina Barbie still on Weight Watchers when all of these stories involve alcohol? Well, I will tell you, I literally drink my points. If it was a choice between eating 10 points and drinking 10 points, I'm going for the drink. He laid out this whole entire like fruit salad for me. And um, I thought that was the nicest thing. But there was something like I just wasn't really, um, I don't know, like maybe I put him in the friend zone before he did. So we would go out a couple times. And when I say go out, I mean, we would take class classes together. We went salsa dancing together, like almost every night. Then there was one night where we actually ended up going back to the country, the country dancing place. Um, I can't remember. It's on Devonshire. So it's in LA really it's next to this restaurant called Los Toros, which is side note, had the best freaking bean dip with chips. Of course. I remember one night we were dancing or something or I think I was dancing with somebody else or something. And he, he got jealous. Like it was almost like he left the club. And to me, it was like, you have no right to get mad because you haven't even made a move on me. I remember, of course, a couple cocktails in sober enough to drive. I left about an hour afterwards and I was a little bothered. Like, why did he leave? I don't understand. And so I headed down to his house. I knocked on his door and I said, Hey, like, what the, f like, what the F like, why did you leave? We're having such a good time and blah, blah, blah. And he came out and finally just said, he's like, I don't know what we're doing. Like, you know, you, you and I spend all this time together and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and we're not even like together, together, like, you know, quote, unquote, having sex. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, 
you have never once even expressed a physical interest in me. Other than holding my hand, you have been hands off me also, and I have been hands off you. So take that. You have no right to be jealous because you haven't manned up. And here I am waiting to see if you're going to kiss me. So it was just weird. So then I think we saw each other like one more time. Oh, and what happened was we were watching TV at his house and I'm laying on the couch with him. And I am, I'm like, we, he and I are on the same couch together. Halfway through the television show, I think he put his hand on my boob and it just felt so weird. Like, you know, you spend so much time with somebody that when you do put them in the friend zone, they kind of just stay there. So I'll never forget what I said to him. So here he is. He's like totally trying to cop a field, right? Trying to put his hand on my boob and I grab his hand and I look straight up at him and I said, I'm sorry, did our relationship just change? Because I did not get that memo, period. That was the last time I saw him. That was it. So yeah, I'm looking at my little post-its here. You'll learn soon that with all my podcasts, I do post-its. Um, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, I've literally covered eight. Um, now, I'm not going to talk about ex-boyfriends because I've had really good boyfriends. I might talk about one because he really he really ended up being a full-on prick. I mean, he was like the king of douchebags. Do I have time? Let's see. I'm trying to think. What would be the moral of my story? There really isn't on this episode, guys. Like, really, it's just one of those, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the lesson is for today other than, you know, it's nice to think about all the dates that could have ended up being more and maybe all the dates that weren't weren't what you wanted. And then all the dates that kind of, you know, show you your true colors to yourself and your insecurities. And I know what the lesson is, regardless of what position you are, whether you're single, married, divorced, widowed, we have all come a long way. And whoever you're with now is literally like a little bit of all these guys, the good parts. Oh, so let me tell you really quick about my dating story, about my whole dating. I've almost forgotten. This is the one thing I wanted to drive home. So when people would talk about dating, I always had this like epiphany about what dating looks like. So to me, just stay with me for a second. I know I just literally just like probably surprised the shit out of you, but just think of it. You go into a shopping mall and you're looking for an outfit. Now, granted, you know, the good shoe place, you know, a good purse place, you know, a good makeup place. So what you're looking for is a complete outfit. I really believe that every, every guy or every girl that you've ever been with, you pull something from that relationship and you add it to you. And then the next store, quote unquote, guy or girl that you go into, you bring that with you and then you add to it. So at the end of your quote unquote dating life, your journey, you have a complete outfit. And what that really is, it's compilation of all the stores, all the people that you've been with, all the situations that you've been in with a man or a woman. And that's the ultimate partner that you get. Now, I'm not going to say you're going to have the most perfect outfit because we all know outfits get wrinkled, makeup gets old. It's those things that you have to work on. So like for a wrinkled shirt, you have to iron it. You have to take care of that completed outfit. I will tell you with my husband and I, he has been my complete outfit. Yes, there have been wrinkles. Yes, there might be, you know, I might've stepped in shit one time with one of my shoes. At the end of the day, I've already found the outfit that I'm gonna stick with. Was that too deep? Was that too much for you guys? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve. Mwah.